Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Jay here for full time. No, no, I'm not here. <laughs> Leave that in. Leave yes. that in. I need to learn. I need to learn. <laughs> Jay here for Stretford Paddock. Not full time devils. Was full time devils. It's now Stretford Paddock. And this is the Devils Podcast. I can see we got That's confused. what got me confused. <laughs> Joining me today are two far more professional people than I am. Absolutely. Joe yeah. Smith, who never makes that mistake. Hello. Hello, Joe. And Alex Bagley. And me right. and Baggers. We were just talking about sale, weren't we? It's great, isn't it? <laughs> It's just a weird place. It's great, and then it's not all in the same on the same street. Yeah, and well, you've got like Millionaire's Row, and then you've got like the racecourse or Sail West. Sail West. <laughs> Sail, by the way, is a sort of suburb yeah, outskirts of, of Manchester. Manchester. Yeah. For anyone who isn't from Manchester, <laughs> even, doesn't know even, to be fair, some people who are here may not know <laughs> where the Sail is. I've lived here for that. five years and I've never been, or seven sale. years. I'll have a night out in, Man- in Sail. <clears throat> You'll enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, uh, I'll meet you there. Um, Romelu Lukaku. Oh, drop right into that. <laughs> Straight into it. Romelu Lukaku. Yeah, <laughs> you may have noticed it on social media because one or two people tweeted about it. If you didn't see the game he's between re- Inter and Shakhtar Donetsk, the Belgian Pele. You mean the Belgian Pele? Yeah, Belgian right. Great he scored. He said some nice things about Manchester United. He scored for the tenth Europa League game in a row, which mm. is a new record, I believe. It's impressive. Yep, it is impressive. Lots of people are tweeting, we shouldn't have sold him. Look at what he's doing. Other people are saying, well, he had to go. He wasn't performing. His record against the top six, etc., etc." Joe Smith, where do you stand on Romelu Lukaku's departure? Was it was it the right idea? Of course it was the right idea. I ju- people are just shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you can you, say, you can can you, change, can you change that title, please? You can butter people it. You can make shit. it. You can twist it to what you want. You can clarify and glorify and do whatever you want. People are just <laughs> shit, aren't they? When he left, 
the memes, the videos, the literal circus music playing over his first touch compilations from fans. Look at your striker, 75 million. Look at who you've got up front. And then now he goes to another team and scores, which he has done his whole career, which we knew he would do for a good manager, for a team that didn't win the league when the, you know Juventus, who can't find a midfield if one drops on their lap, they still didn't win the league. They might win the second best European competition which would be their first trophy in nine years, and all of a sudden, oh, he's the man that would have done it. Our front three scored more than it ever did when he was in it. We've allowed progression for Martial, for Rashford, for Greenwood. He's not the sort of player that suits LA system. We know that because he was there to start with. Like, this idea that, oh, just because he scored a few goals means that he would have scored United an extra 33 or whatever he scored. Like, that's not how it works. He wouldn't have scored that many for United. He didn't because remember when he was here and he didn't. And he was shit. The first season he scored (laughs) a decent amount of goals in a system that suited him for a manager that wanted him. The second season, he didn't score that amount of goals because the system didn't suit him and the manager didn't want him. What is people's obsession with, oh, you were wrong, look? (laughs) <laughs> he wasn't right for United. No. no one thought at the time it was a bad thing to get rid of him. No one thought that he wouldn't score goals for Inter. And now it's like, think, well, they're in the final, we're in the semi-final, so we must be shit again, and he's amazing. I think this is the whole... This all kind of sums up this whole thing about people saying, well, look at Oli, you should have kept Mourinho, Mourinho was doing a g- great job, and all this, and you, you're selling these players, and they're doing great elsewhere. No, what happened was we had mm. a manager who wanted this system, it was starting to work. There was there was elements of it that was looking okay. We finished second in the league. You can say how good or bad that was. He then didn't improve on that team, and the team got worse. And you had players that didn't fit the system. You didn't have anyone that could cross a ball to a striker that needs someone to cross the ball to, right? So it was never going to work. And that's why Mourinho ended up leaving. He didn't get Willian. He didn't get centre halves. He didn't get all them players. He ended up leaving. Lukaku. We've got a new manager now. The way he plays football. A lot of balls into feet, a lot of relying on... You look at Martial, how many times he has to have a very good touch in the situations. Lukaku can't do that. That's not what no. he's going to do. If you wanted a striker that headed the ball... I remember I seen come came up on Facebook the day for me the, the clip of Gary Neville and Sunes arguing at the start of the season and Sunes going, United need a goal scorer. And Gary Neville went, he had one. He sold him because he didn't do what he wanted him to do. That's not what... United, mm. United, if they needed a goal scorer, wanted a number nine that could just head the ball and score goals would have one. They'd have had mm. Lukaku. What we want is a striker that brings into play, brings in your left wing and your right wing for them to score goals because that's not what Lukaku does. He doesn't bring other people into play. What he does is he bullies defenders, he turns them, he scores goals and he scores good headers. That's that's his way of playing. That's not how Oli wants to play. So he was always going to score goals mm. at Inter because guess what? All the players that United had, Ashley Young did well with him. There's a lot of times when Ashley Young... Ashley Young's got, I think, four goals in Serie A this yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alexis Sanchez has got ten assists. Yeah. You've got so players you like, have him back? You've no. got players like Christian Eriksen who can put a ball in for him yeah. as well. And you've got a system where Conte sits back and then hits him on a counter-attack and allows Lukaku to run into a lot of space, which is what Lukaku is very good at. He is, he's a strong athlete that goes into the space very well. That goal he scored last night, the one where he just knocks it, squares his man up, knocks it past him, breezes past him, uses a bit of strength, puts it across. Great goal. Brilliant. He scored goals like that against United for Everton. Yeah. If you remember, was it was it Lindelof or maybe Chris Smalling who just breezed past and yeah. smacked the ball in? He's always been able to do that. Yeah, so I, I always think with Lukaku at United, I mean, you, you mentioned he scored goals, and you're right. I think it's 42 goals in 96 games. 
but it was very fits and stance. He scored 10 in his first 10 games, mm. I think. Yeah. And then he didn't score for another 10 games. So on paper, that says 10 goals in 20 games, which is a good record. Yeah. But then you've gone 10 games without scoring. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. some of those games were against bigger teams. The Scousers, for example, that famous game yeah. where we drew 0-0, which sort of, our path sort of went in opposite directions then. Yeah. They kicked on with Klopp and we went sort of staggered forward with Mourinho and eventually, you know, it all went, ended in tears. So, Yes, he'll get your goals, but his, his, his ratio or his, his lack of goals against the top mm. six hurdles. Which has continued in Serie A, by the way. He's got one goal against the top five teams in Serie A. And that's, you know, if Twitter is to be believed. Yeah, well. And the Europa League Twitter. is just. But, you know, Europa League's playing against Shakhtar Donetsk. It's, 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 like, it's, it's like certain strikers will, will work in certain systems, certain strikers will get you amount of goals, but you can be better off when they leave. Yeah. Now, the greatest goal scorer, the greatest striker I've probably ever seen in terms of his ability was Ruud van Nistelrooy. Mm, yep. he was, he's the best striker, I've, and I love Eric, I love Andy Cole, mm. but for me, pound for pound, that's the best striker I've ever seen. Yeah, I think he won one title with United mm. at a time when we used to win quite was a lot that of titles. Same? And I'm not saying that, you know, that's down to Ruud's fault or anything, but sometimes when a striker who scores a lot of goals moves on, you find a, a system that works mm. for the team in a better fashion, well, that which is what ended up happening a couple of years further down the line when you had Rooney, Ronaldo and Tevez. Now, you know, Obviously, we really left in different circumstances and whatnot, but Lukaku leaving has helped Martial, Rashford, and to a lesser degree, Mason Greenwood mm. form this sort of attacking three. That's worked. It's got, what, 60-odd or 50-odd mm. goals this season? 60-odd. 60 60 sorry, sorry, 60-odd goals. I think more goals. than the Inters front three. Yeah, yeah. So, and, it's, and it's got longevity. All those mm. players are under 24 years old, under 25 years old. So you can have them for another five years, and they're only going to yeah. get better. So what annoys me, and I'm with you on this show, he's like... People see Lukaku and all automatically it's like, how can we make this about bashing Oli? How can mm. we make this about having a dig at Martial or Rashford or someone? And it's, it's like, not. it's not. You can think he's doing well at Inter, but we we had to get rid of him. The two aren't like mutually exclusive. Mm. Where it's no. got like, and that, oh, if you think he's good, then we must have kept him. And the whole way that, see, the thing is, you you sort of want to say, well, let's not bring Twitter into it because it's known, it's people trolling, it's people taking the piss, it's people using stats and taking, you know, trying to get rises out of opposition fans and all that shit. But the problem is when that Twitter sort of mentality and those tweets then, you know, shape the way that the news is reported in the, in the newspapers, which, which then happens. changes the way that the pundits talk about um, players and talk about people uh, on television as well. It all feeds into each other. You can't just say, let's not talk about Twitter because it's known to be full of shit. You have to because it affects uh, and infects the the whole media cycle well, on every platform. Well, the same thing about the way that the Sevilla game was put the other night of two defensive mistakes cost us. Yeah. But what we didn't look at is we had 33 shots in two games and scored. Yeah. And the only time we scored was two penalties. So we've not if we score three goals out, we should score more than three goals out of 33 shots. Yeah, that's you know, That's what we should be doing. And the lads just had a... The front three had an off couple of nights where they just didn't take the chances. Mm. That's and what should have happened. Martial's got a better conversion rate but than But instead, Lukaku. we're talking about how Harry Maguire's a waste of money, Brandon Williams should be out yeah. of the team, Wan-Bissaka's not as good as we thought it was going to be. You're like, whoa, hang on a second. We've, they've only conceded two goals in mm. that long it's, as well. It's, it's, like just, just, it's, it's a bit lazy as well sometimes, like with the whole Lukaku thing, not to going up to that, but if you watched Manchester United when Lukaku was playing for us, there was a time when it was frustrating to watch. Yeah. Like just actually watching the game rather than just going to bits of paper or statistics, yeah. just actually sitting and watching a game mm. of football and looking at it and going, you know what, this isn't working for him. Here. No, this doesn't work. No. Him and his team ain't working. I think that, and I never feel, I never get those feelings 
even when I can get, I get frustrated with Marshall and Rashford and even Greenwood. I never get those feelings that like you get with Lukaku mm. where I'm like, just control yeah, the ball, think, man. Yeah. I the thing is, there have been times I think anymore. where he'd have fit in this season. I think where that run of games where we were kind of sitting back against teams when we do well, but we've done well against them anyway. But in in those kind of games, I think he'd have been mm. a very good outlet. I think the there's no though, doubt behind that. But he's, he's a good outlet to play the ball in behind for him to run onto. He's not someone you can chip a ball up to no. and he takes it on his chest with his centre back behind him. No, he's not good at that. No, he's, he's not. not a hold up man. No. no, despite his size and you know his, his, he's not his, got his the strength. Touch. He's not got that. He's not a hold up man. So he wouldn't have like that goal that Martial uh, sort of worked against Brighton. Do you know where he's fighting for the ball in the middle? He takes a good control and then has to fight to get it back and he plays it out to Greenwood on the left-hand side. We wouldn't have scored that goal if that was no. Lukaku. I think Martial, as a hold-up man, is as good as Lukaku is. His touch is better, his dribbling's better. He's not as strong as him, definitely, but he doesn't have that sort of imposing size that Lukaku does. No. But Lukaku isn't someone you can like chip it up to. You no, hold I the think, ball up and bring others into play. That's not his I style think of play. Ollie probably said to him, said, look, we're going to keep you here, but you're not going to be how I want mm. to play football. I want us to play football on the floor. I want us to play in like that. Yeah. You can stay here and when we need a goal, he he would have probably done what Igalo's done and you bring him on now and again. And but you can't have a needed. 75 million pound player. But you can't have a 75 he, million he pound player like, like that. He had that little purple patch under all didn't he? He scored six in three or whatever it was. Mm. He obviously scored Including a couple in Paris. PSG, yeah. yeah. And even then, you got like Hollywood shift him out to the wing. Well, he that obviously was it. didn't didn't he fancy a, him. He had a good game against Arsenal, the Emirates in the FA Cup, yeah. where he played out on the right hand mm. side. Just well, it was like an inside forward almost, but he was just stretching play that kind of yeah, thing. But yeah. he wasn't getting used as I think everyone thinks he can do, which is back to goal, control of yeah. the chest and play. And we've not got that. We've still not got the players that are going to put in loads of crosses for him to to attack no. the ball. And that's not how Ollie wants to play. That's not. That's why we've signed someone like Wamba Saka who's going to be a defensive mm. first fullback. That's why we've, sat, we've got Marcus Rashford on the left and not Perisic. That's what yeah. Mourinho, Mourinho wanted Perisic and Willian pinging crosses in. Yeah, and like for, like you said with Igalo as well, it's all right to have a 31-year-old who is on loan as your sort of backup. You know, slightly more physical, slightly better in the air, slightly more traditional number nine. Because no one says well, Igalo hasn't played in four matches and he costs you 75 million. <laughs> you can't have your at the time, second highest ever transfer fee player on the bench or playing no. right wing when he's a, when he's no. one of the most prolific strikers is, in the world, which is, he is. This is the thing as well. I think I can't remember it was Neil Steele, Neil Macca talking about this the other day. Like even under Jose, I remember Zlatan coming on at Old Trafford. I think it was against Spurs. I might be wrong. Can't remember who it was against or Palace. And Lukaku was shifted out to the wing, mm. and that was you know he was Mourinho signing. Yeah. And it wasn't that long into his United career and it's like move over because Latin's coming into the mm, number nine yeah, spot yeah. and you're going out on the wing. Yeah. And you think that sends a bit of a message to you, doesn't yeah. it? Because despite like the way he may come across Lukaku, you could see he suffers from lack of confidence sometimes. Yeah, yeah. He, he does, you know, you saw that old Trafford and you think that's got to be a bit of a knock for your confidence when you're the like the new, as you mentioned, mm. you know, high, second highest ever signing or whatever, you're it, you're the one who's going to lead the line and it's like a few months into your United career you're getting shifted out because Latin's coming back. I know it's Latin and he's like, you mm. know, a demigod. And he can't play right wing. Yeah, <laughs> but it's still like, but, yeah. you know, you wouldn't have shifted sort of Van Nistelrooy wasn't Van Nistelrooy out to the wing or Dwight York or, or, or something no. like that. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. it sends a message to you, doesn't it? That, you know what, we don't rate you that much. Yeah. And I think, you know, he obviously wasn't loved. He's gone to a club where he is. He's got a team around him. He's playing at a level mm. which Serie A isn't at the same level as the Premier League. And I think the proof is in that. The fact that, as you mentioned, you've got Sanchez and, mm. and Young absolutely shining when I don't even, at the barely and, Premier and, League and level. And Smalling as well. Yeah. And, and you've got, and you know, you've got yeah. a manager that wants 
that kind of strike. You know, Conte yeah. wanted him for Chelsea. That's why he ended up getting sacked because he spat his dummy out when he didn't get him. He ended up with Morata. He wanted yeah. Lukaku. I, I think that hurts as well. I think yeah. that summer it was either it was more or less either Lukaku or Morata, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And Lukaku was the best out of them two. Definitely. I don't think he was ideal. Lukaku was much no. better, but, than but much better than Morata. And I don't. Yeah. And I think well, that's Morata was Conte, almost useless to Chelsea. Wasn't Conte it? wanted Lukaku. Then mm. he knows what Lukaku does. He's seen what he does. He wants him in his system, and he's brought him in and gone. Look, there you go. Mm. And it, it works, you know. That's there's, these managers kind of know what they're doing now and again. Where there's players that they see can fit their system perfectly, and Lukaku fits whatever Conte does very well with wing backs and things like that. And again, though, and again, uh, and I'm not trying to say that it would be easy for Inter to topple Juventus. And you know, it's not. It, he's done very well there, Conte. But he's not brought Lukaku in, brought Young in, brought Sanchez in, and smashed the league. No. Like he did in England with Chelsea, let's not forget. What like, he did, it, what he did with Chelsea was pretty phenomenal. amazing. He's, yeah. a, he's a fantastic manager, yeah. and he's yeah. improved into from this sort of floating, not no trophies in nine years type of team to a team that looks like they probably might well win the Europa League and will be challenging for titles next season, which is excellent. And he's an excellent manager. Yeah. But if Lukaku had come in and scored fifty goals and won in the league, you might be sat there going, maybe even though it wasn't right for him at United, could we have done more to get this player out of him? He's got 33 Mate. goals, he's looked good, but he's plays in a different system in a in an easier league, let's I, be honest. I remember when Diego Fall, I went to Atletico uh, and, and scored 40 goals in a season or something yeah. stupid. Like, after Should we have left kept Old it? Trafford. And, you know, and this was Fall I knew, despite his two goals at Anfield, which still makes him a cult hero, you know, went 20-odd games without a goal. Like, you can't just go because he's gone there and got it. Back then. We should have kept him. Yeah. That's not how well, football like said, works. The Van Nistelrooy example is the prime example of someone that was extremely good. But at the end of the day, Fergie went. Do you know what? I don't like that. That system didn't work. Yeah. We wanted a more fluid front two or front three. What players that? And that was that same thing I brought before with Neville and Sunes arguing. The same thing he brought is we got rid of Van Nistelrooy. Brought in Louis Saha. Yeah. Who is never as good as Van Nistelrooy, no. but it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Rooney, got, Rooney got better. Rooney got better. Ronaldo got better. Then we brought Tevez in, and then that front three was was mm. better than ever. Whereas Van Nistelrooy was a better player, better striker than probably all of yeah, them as a number also, nine. Here's the other, the other side to that. Van Nistelrooy went to Real Madrid and was the top scorer in Spain. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't <laughs> shit or finished or no. do, he just. He scored what was it 150 goals in 250 games for United. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible record. His goal, his goals in Europe were sensational, and he and he was successful. He still won stuff. Did he win the FA Cup when we beat Millwall? Was he in that team? Yes, he was. Yeah, um, so. You know, yeah. he, he won leagues. He did win stuff. Um, but like you said, sometimes systems work different ways, and you need different players. And he wasn't finished. There's he left more, United at thirty. There was, there was an element of this as well. And and it was amazing a, after that. To a lesser degree, with Lukaku, but there was issues with Rude. I think he wasn't getting on with everyone. Yes. Ronaldo had a bit of a spat. But I think that was. Also, I don't think Lukaku had a spat with anyone, but I don't think he was very. Popular. It slowly crept in. Yeah, though, didn't I, I think it? like you could tell he wasn't, for want of a better expression, part of the gang. Where well, you could yeah. see like Rashford and, and, and Shaw and, and well, Lingard brought- and Pogba were all mates. You always felt like Lukaku was a little bit on the outside of all that. Well, you brought football. That helps. You brought uh, Twitter. Help, sorry, Twitter, and I think that kind of got to him. I think that the fact yeah. that he, he was he bites, don't he? On he Twitter? was the he was the he bite. Reacts. He was the one that was getting a lot of the abuse. He mm. was the one getting the stick for the bad touch, and he was getting the one being called overweight and stuff. And look, essentially, you've got to say, well, do you know what? You've got to deal with it. As like mm. you said, at Manchester United, you're gonna get that. It doesn't mm. matter how good you are. Rashford's had his best season ball ever, ball and he's been Rashford, called yeah. Rashbeck this season. And Trashford. Again, that's do a not compliment. Disrespect. 
Kofferman. Trash you don't get that's hired. Not no, that's not Martial gets it. Yeah, you're right. But uh, yeah, and the thing he's is, he's going to get that. Manchester yeah. United gets more stick than any team, and sometimes when you're Lukaku, that stick is being used to hit you, and sometimes you are the stick being used to hit Man United, and that's all that's changed. Yeah. You're now the stick that is being used to hit Man United it's because just, you know it what? makes United look bad. When you play for United, it makes United look bad that you're not playing very well. He just happens to be in the circle of you're linked with Manchester United and we hate Manchester United. How can we use you for yeah. our benefit? Because Inter Milan, that's all it is. Because yeah. that's it. Inter Milan, Sevilla in the semi in the final of Europa League is no good for English papers. But what is good is a team that's just beat United yeah. with half of our well, team. Why do you think he's getting final. asked about us? Yeah. Why is he getting asked about us in the press conference? And also, it's, you're not thing playing of like, Manchester United. Oh, it's good of Lukaku to say that. And I think he's a nice bloke. I'm not knocking him for saying what he said. But this whole thing of always magnanimous in in victory anyone can be magnanimous in victory that's easy what being nice after you won he also, it's when you've lost that I want to like oh you know United got through to the final but you got dumped out I don't think you'd have been as nice he, then he I mean, shared, oh, he's yeah, such a good he, guy he, for being he, happy and nice when he won he said some <laughs> nice things and you, but you're right like the, the, the sort of scrutiny at the levels at United you're getting it both barrels like United fans are very demanding even now we're still demanding and we still expect things and mm. you know like it's like it made me laugh. I posted something talk about Twitter. I posted something on Twitter about the 2008 team, being like how amazing that was. And you look at that team, yeah. and the amount of replies that people replied, United fans going, "I still can't get over that FA Cup loss to Portsmouth." Mm. And it's like that's the that's the thing you think about yeah. as United. It's always pops yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Like because that's the sort of expectation. And then you look at the <laughs> other side to that is you've got rival fans. Like I seen Arsenal fans, and you've got nothing to shout about, mm. tweeting pictures of young Sanchez and Lukaku going, "You know, this is what happens when you leave a shit club." And you're like, really? Is that how you're going on when you finished in eighth? But you're going to get that scrutiny. Yeah. You're going to get that sort yeah. of um, criticism. Or and do you know why we get that scrutiny? Because we've been the best team for 30 years. That's why we got that scrutiny, because you build up a, a, a support and then you build up the counter support based on people who are jealous, who don't like it, who didn't like seeing you win all these years. It's good that we're the biggest club. It's because that came off the back of how successful we've been, which is good as a fan. That's what you want. You would take the criticism if it comes alongside huge success. It, it, it's like you said, that's well, how it, it is now, it, isn't it? It works with newspapers in terms of clicks. And even going back to social media, if you tweet about United as yeah. a Ipswich fan, for example, you're probably going to get more attention if you tweet about City or Everton or something like that. If you put in your headline, Manchester United, ex-striker Lukaku mm. says Greenwood is good, you're going to get more clicks than, you know... Than him saying Martinelli is yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. No one cares. So... It's you know it's always we're gonna keep feeding that and we're yeah, get, gonna yeah. get used to it and it's better to be that than irrelevant I think. Mm. Um, talking of being on the ball, go on, Paulins. Oh, he's, oh, he loves it. He loves it. I've, right. I've for, seen... for anyone who didn't see this, mm, Paulins, who I he was my hero as a kid. I I almost cried when he left in '95. I was a kid, by the way, um, but I was gutted. Um, he was on on the side. He's you got were thirty then, weren't you? Yeah, I was sixty-five. Yeah, yeah thirty. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I um, he's on. The, he's got a reputation for doing his polling, but he was on the telly last night. And he was talking about David Silva getting a statue at the Etihad, and he said uh, he sort of criticised it. So I don't know why he's giving a statue. Giving a statue to everyone. He said he's not in the same like sort of level. You look at likes of Burkamp and Henri, and I don't see a statue of them outside the Arsenal. Is see, what he said. What, now, it's almost that bad. What's the problem with that statement, first well, of all, the Joe? See, for, in my eyes, there's no problem with that statement. Right, okay. The thing that people were pointing to is the fact that 
sure there are statues <laughs> of both Burkamp and Henri outside the Etihad. You don't see a statue of Matt Busby outside Old Trafford. What he, all he said is, I don't see a statue of them. He doesn't go to the Emirates. Ah, right, he yeah. hasn't seen that statue. Okay, that, yeah, that, he just that said, I don't see then. it. And he doesn't. He was in a studio. Of course he couldn't see those statues. He yeah. wasn't there. He was being literal. Yes, yes, he was being literal. Those statues exist, but Paul Ince didn't see them at the time. And that's a, it's as simple as that. I was laughing that I remember this and she went like she came downstairs what are you laughing at I was just like Paul Ince I had to rewind it once again it's so funny but like he has got a phone for this Paul Ince he's, he's a bit ditzy yeah. did someone point out to him on the te- no they know? Like, Jake Humphrey and um, Owen Hargreaves I, th- I don't know they might not know they might not know or they might just think it's just Ince it? just leave him just, just oh. don't, don't just leave it like, don't. It's almost like he selected them two players as well. There's so it's many. It's so players. brilliant. It's almost comical you genius. Could, you're a Manchester United player who's played with <laughs> players that have done the same thing. You could have picked Cantona, for also, example. I was say, there are no modern era statues of Man United players. No, are there? no, not modern ones. No, so and you could have picked any of the it, any it, of the it, Premier it, League winning footballers no, and picked. You could have played Cantona, the players you played. Skull, no, like, not just that. The players yeah. you played with. Robson. <laughs> you could have just gone right. I know. Players that I, yeah. I know these lads personally. I've lived with them, you know, and all this kind of stuff. I can pick them. Yeah. So I'm going to pick the two lads from another club that do have statues. That's my example. It was almost like scripted. It was that yeah, good. It, it was, was that oh. bad. Brent, yeah, it was, it was Brent. Brent. Like, he literally chosen the two most recent statues, I think, at the Emirates. <laughs> like, that have been unveiled yeah, in the last They're not even hybrid statues. Yeah, they're Emirates. Yeah, yeah. They were and got he in the last few years. And pointed them out and was like, and what I love about it as well is that conviction mm. of like, you, you don't, don't see, see Fear Camp and Henri. Why are you doing a statue sort of thing? And like, I don't know whether Jay Humphrey and, and Owen Agri just think, well, we're not going to get what into that. that. But he has got form for Annie Pollens. You said like he's ditzy. He yeah, showed just, you a, just, a clip of him the other yeah. day where he, he 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 spoke about United winning the first the league for the first time in 26 years. Obviously, he was a part of that. And in a minute, I counted four things he got wrong. Like yeah. he said, like, you know. It wasn't four things he got wrong. It was everything he said was wrong. Really? <laughs> It was like he, he only made four serious. points and they were all <laughs> he, he said, out like, by a year, yeah. out by two years. He said, like, we won the league in 93, you know, the year after we, uh, it was just after we came back from winning the Cup Winners' Cup and then we won the league. Like we had the confidence from beating yeah. Barcelona. That was 12 months before. Yeah, that was. A, then he said, uh, Roy Keane played a big part in it. Roy Keane didn't play for us the first time we won the league. Then he said, uh, Brian Robson moved on after uh, that summer. No, he no we didn't. didn't. He had another season with us. Then he said, Matt Busby died just after we won it, which no, he, he didn't. didn't. He won it a was, year yeah, later. He died exactly. a year later. It was like, it was just like, it was so many things. He like, All those wow. things, you need to get them right, don't yeah, you? Yeah, but he said it again with that confidence of a man. And this was the team he played in. He was talking about how he played alongside Roy Keane when he first won the title. He didn't, and he didn't. He didn't mate. So he I don't know. There. Maybe he's just a bit ditzy, a bit quirky. But bit quirky. He, he had something though because it's you know, the post-match analysis of Inter beating um, yeah. Shakhtar is never usually get clips on Twitter. Yeah, he, no. that's what he's good at. Put him on a. I don't think he's got the the now or the the kind of the. I mean, clearly the memory <laughs> to to kind of <laughs> and the references and the and the, and the tactical <laughs> skill. To, to break down though, big games, but if if he's you know severe Inter, he's made that a watchable, enjoyable. Do you think show. that? Do you think that these companies now are actually getting people on though? Do you think they are getting regular slots because they're yeah. ridiculously bad? His his star rose with the Ollie thing. Yeah, it did. He went from Where barely. He said, being, I could have yeah, done that job. He I went from barely that. being spoke about, barely on the telly. Not mm. like he's still getting media work. Obviously, he said it whilst he was on the telly, but all mm. of a sudden he was the most spoken about pundit. 
for all the wrong reasons, but all of a sudden he was on every week. He was on mm. BBC, he was on BT. We see it like, you know, Robbie Savage was for a long time, hit the, the most, the biggest reason people spoke about him was because he said outlandish things that were yeah. wrong or untrue or, and then and then Garth Crooks had a similar thing where he would, oh, he, like he would, it, it was a lot of ridicule towards him, wasn't it? Because he would say these crazy things and put players in his starting 11s who didn't even play that weekend <laughs> and stuff. Uh, <laughs> and then, a week and he just, <laughs> he was injured. He played, he like played, he played four that. minutes that year, but he scored a goal just looking through this. Uh, <laughs> so stuff like that. But like certain people, that their brand is kind of getting a bit wrong, being a bit controversial, whether that's because you're saying things that are aggressive and untrue or maybe a bit nasty, like Sooness is that kind of way and Savage is a bit more on that side. Don't and then you've got the kind of getting things wrong. It's a bit funny to laugh at them type people. I, just, I think there's a there's room for everything. Sooness just doesn't, doesn't think. Uh, it's just like, it just... I don't know how he's still there. I, honestly, I don't know how he's still I there. I think it, it's like you're commenting without watching anything mm. or looking into anything. It's like, you know, I remember the Moise Keane thing where he was just like, there's obviously an issue with him. Because well, mm. he's 19 years old how and he's, know? you know, and he's, he's had his start and all, there's, all, there's the problems with him. And you think, well, you're not, there's no analysis there. You've mm. not looked at his career and gone, oh, well, this has happened or this system doesn't suit him or anything. You're just coming out with a, a comment like yeah. off, the, off the cuff. And, mm. you know, the whole Pogba thing just got beyond a parody. Where it was like you'd ask him about Marshall and he'd somehow pivot towards Pogba. Well, well Pogba's, the fact that he was talking about him and slagging him off when he'd been injured for four months. Yeah, you like, like, and it was like, and it, it, and it always came with, yeah. he's a good player, but like he's a good yeah. player, but you've got to ask yourself what's the problem with him. Why has he got an attitude issue and all this yeah. sort of sort of with undertones the whole to thi- it. The whole thing with this Lukaku, again, that clip that come off the Lukaku argument that they had, and he's he's constantly saying United need a goal scorer. It doesn't matter who, they just need a goal scorer. Yeah. Gary Neville's going, he had one, he sold him. Yeah. There's a reason why. He wants to play with Marcus Rashford, who is a very good left winger, who or left inside four, whatever you want to call him, who's going to score goals from that position. He yeah. wants to play with Martial, who is a very good footballer. And then he's going to develop Mason Greenwood. At that point, he was playing with Dan James, who was you know, press, doing things that Lukaku can't do. He couldn't. Mm. You can see him when he tried to run last year. There was times when you see him when he came on under Ollie. He did a bit of the work, so fit, and then he's it? just like, <gasps> like, like, like I was doing it. Yeah. The thing is, all that story when he went to Inter, where he ha- he's got some gastric problem or some kind of issue, where the uh, the Inter medical staff noticed this problem he had, changed his diet slightly, stopped him eating spinach or cheese or whatever it was, and then he lost six kilos, you know, yeah. quite quickly. And again, that's you know, that's, I'm not saying that's not true or that it, you, you know whatever, but it, that was used as another thing of like problem solved. Then he wasn't fit under at United. Under Mourinho, who is notoriously allows his players to lose fitness over time, and then he goes to Inter. Oh, this magic thing! And now he's taking a paracetamol a week, and he's lost four kilos. <laughs> You're like, cup it, of everything root. just t- yeah, exactly. A cup of beetroot and a rice cake or whatever it is. <laughs> and then, and then next thing you know, he's he's lost four kilos in his in his in his fitness is back. Yeah, like it, it, it's all on. just like look at this turnaround quickly, and now United is shit, and he's great again. <laughs> It's just, it's all just, Annoying, it's it? always not as ridiculous as it as it looks. So going back anyway, Sorry, David Silva, does he deserve oh, yeah. a statue? Considering like the level of, of Manchester City legends, he, then for them, he probably does. Does he, he deserve one over player. Aguero or company or Fernandinho or Joe Hart? Um, I, I, personally, I would put Torre ahead of all them. And I, know I, th- I, own, think them I think so is the closest you've got out of all the City players to almost winning it single-handedly in 2014. I think mm. that was a ridiculous. I think good that season. three, Company, Silva, Aguero is that's been their 
spine for whatever. But like Torre, Torre in the, the FA Cup 2011, the league in 2012, the league in 2014 mm. where he scored 20 goals in the league. Yeah. Like I think just the fact that people go on about Guerrero, he was very good. He's very good. QPR, very good. You know, and that was it. But and I, I know sorry, I think won three com- rather than four. That's it. I think Company Silver and Aguero I mean, yeah. have done it over into Guardiola and well. That's where I'd kind I'm of just not, have I mean, him. not above him, but yeah. that's where first City anyway. They've done it, it for a little I bit. Did, longer. I did, and I don't. Really, I know I've sort of pissed on Twitter, but I don't really care. No, I, I don't get, care I get either. It. Because it's like you know, I mean, they've got. I think one of the. I've been to the AI. Obviously, we all have, and it's like the Joe Mercer way. Mm. Things like that, and the, 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 there was that thing with the Colin Bell end or whatever it was. The, 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 the stam, sorry, the Colin Bell stam. Um, and but, he's called him a bell end, and there's yeah, no need yeah. for that. No, I wasn't calling and him. There's no need for that no, on the not. day. No, like, because it was bell like a joke, wasn't it? Like, United fans are voting for it, so it's going to be called the bell end. And it was like, you know, but my point is, these players have won more than those. Yeah. That, that are, or, and yeah, so it doesn't surprise me that he's going to get a statue. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it, it gives a shit, really, yeah. truly. It's, just, you know, it's, that, yeah, stat, you know. it's not like we're going to go and put red flares on it when we're in the league in a few years, is it? Um, <laughs> so we don't no, have to worry about we, it. Even City fans aren't going to do that. It's, uh, that's yeah, exactly. I think, do you think at some point there'll be a class of 92 statue at United? Because thinking, surely there has to be... Right, I will tell you now, some and, I, I, and you, you can record not. this. You're going to chisel... If Phil Neville Phil gets Neville's a statue <laughs> house on Old Trafford, legs off. I'm not setting foot in Old Trafford ever again. But what about if it's that... All mm. arms on the shoulders, but you know, all of all of them in there, like that, with the coach as well. And they cut that. Would you be happy with that? No, well, you can't have a statue of Phil Neville outside of Trump and not have one of Kino or Brian Robson or yeah, Phil, Phil Neville. Phil Neville is a, is oh my brother's no, a legend. Phil Neville so is, is a piece Giggs of get one as the well. most famous youth team of all time that that was the catalyst. That whole team was the catalyst of United's most successful period in history. Right. He's a he, you know. Nicky Butt's going to be I on... Get, it's a slippery slope with I get, the I get, I get the whole thing, right? I get the Class of 92 thing, and I love, the, like, Gary Neville and, and, and Giggs and Button Skulls and Beckham, but I think we have to, like, it gets overplayed a little bit, like, 96, 96, yeah? Beckham, Skulls and, and, and Button, they be played careful, a massive though. part in Giggs, mm. but, you know, Eric Cannon I was unplayable I was say, to, you... towards the end of that season, even though I don't like him, Peter Schmeichel was... He was amazing that, that night at Newcastle. St. That'd James be a great was, statue as well. Yeah. That that would be an ace no, statue. No, I'm not. I'm not. Enough, you know what no, I mean? Phil, like, that is one. Would you rather a statue of Phil Neville or Peter Schmeichel? Phil Neville. All right. And it, okay. <laughs> Can we have Peter Schmeichel's cartwheel in this statues? What about if the Phil Neville one was designed by the same bloke who designed the Ronaldo one? Would that make you feel yes. better? So like, yes. <laughs> Front and centre. Yeah. We'd have that it's a right side all the statues. No, it is, and I think you've got like because like we've got a lot of like you know. A lot of legends, Bill Falks, for example, does he not get statue played like what? Um, it's eight hundred yeah. games or seven hundred odd games. Why is he not getting revered? Or, you know, we've got so yeah. many legends at United, and we have. Yeah, that it's like, well, you can't have. Well, oh, even Beckham, like he's a legend, but is he more of a legend than? Yeah, Keane. It's weird to see what will happen. No, in, probably not. It's, 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 it's weird to see what would happen in thirty years' time because you see Rooney getting saying. one. Yeah. Do you see Rooney, no, Rooney getting exactly? Rooney won everything. Rooney, Bobby, Char- was, Bobby Charlton's got the Trinity, the Trinity. but he hasn't got like his he's, own one. He's got his own stand. That's true. <laughs> there's like Matt Busby, Wade, there's some Matt Busby. Do you give yeah, it Because the Dennis Law's got two, hasn't he? Yeah, he was got one at Stratford End, I think. Yeah. Um, I, um, I, I stand out. I've not seen it, but I know it's there. And, um, it's inside, I think. Yeah, it's inside. Yeah. It used to be. I don't know if they moved it. Um, yeah. And obviously, you've got like the memorial stuff in the Munich mm, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And it, I don't mind statues. And I think, you know, mm. the Fergie one, obviously, the Busby one. I'd say you one yeah, thing I do want to see. They both need to be The next statue at Old Trafford has to be, no, not even Eric, has to be Jimmy Murphy. It has to be 
because I don't. I for starters don't think they should have done one with Matt Busby and not Jimmy Murphy. I get why they did, but Jimmy Murphy kept the club going after Munich. Mm. Was Matt Busby said he was my most important ever signing. Was there every game with Samat when it looked like Manchester United were in trouble of continuing. You know, there's a thing that if you ever go to Carrington to the training ground or to the press bit there, there's a, a little sort of, I don't know what you call it, like a, not a memorial, but sort of like a display mm. that's eulogising him. And it says like, you know, he kept the flag flying high for us. Yeah. And Jimmy Murphy, you know, did keep the club going, discovered all them youngsters, nurtured him. And after Munich, kept it all going. You know, we all See, it might be good thing. to have one, a statue of him at Carrington, maybe. Maybe, yeah, but maybe. I think, if you know, yeah. one at Old Trafford, though, I, I just think that. Yeah. I would like to see one of him next to a Samat. I mm, think there were yeah. a pair. Obviously, Sir Matt was the main man. Yeah, but yeah. I do think that we should be on a Jimmy Murphy. And I think if we are going to have another statue at Old Trafford, the next one should be Jimmy Murphy because mm. he was a massive part of this club. And I, and I also I think no one's going to go to Old Trafford and go, oh, I didn't know David Beckham played for United. Oh, I didn't mm. know Ryan Giggs played for United. Yeah, yeah. There will be people at Old Trafford who yeah, go, yeah. so who's Jimmy Murphy? Yeah. And yeah. it might help them learn a little bit about our history because mm. you know we should be proud of that, the fact yeah. that we, you know, we came back from it and he's a big part of that. So yeah, statues... If there's one of Phil Neville before there's one of Jimmy Murphy, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Fair enough. You've got some for the watch along here every game now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't really care. Let's see if you've got a statue, do you? No. Don't matter, does it? It's up to it's them. nothing. Yeah. It's, I mean, the thing is... It's certainly well, going to be small as well, isn't it? Presumably. <laughs> we, Even if it's life-size. Yeah, it'll, it'll have a big bulge in its pants. Um, <laughs> have you not seen that video? The, vi the photo of him in the changing rooms. Oh, come on. Don't tell me you've I not seen honestly it. have Haven't. never seen that photo. Have no, you not I'm seen not. it? Right, there's a there's a picture of all in the, in the changing rooms. Right, and let's just say Mrs. Silver's a lucky lady. <laughs> More gold than silver, would you say, yeah. in terms of medals? I'm just saying. Maybe he was just mean. warming up a Snickers or something, so he likes to eat it melted. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to get you out Should of trouble, here, Jay. Yeah, let's <laughs> move on. Let's move What's on to Jaden Sancho. Jane, what we're talking We're not about next? Right, Sancho fatigue. Because listen, we all do the news and we all do podcasts and we're all on social media and mm. Jaden Sancho is a story, but it's a story that's pretty much going nowhere at the minute. And I feel like obligated to talk about it when you do the news. Mm. And like last time I did the news, I was like, the Sancho update is there isn't really one. Mm. Yeah. We're in this sort of impasse. And it's like, I'm getting to the point now, I was chatting to my mate last night on um, messages. And I was saying, I'm almost getting to the point where if we moved on and got someone else, I wouldn't be that. Mm. devastated and now a week ago I was different I was like we've got to get him we need him I'm not saying we don't need Jaden Sancho we do but if it ain't going to happen we need to get someone in and we can't mm. be spending our entire transfer window well, no, this, this messing about with this it this pre-season whatever it's going to be is going to be what three it's three weeks something like that we're going to get from now yeah three weeks for a month something like that it's not a long time it's no. not like you're not getting the two months you're usually getting so no one's going to get a break and if you've not got these lads in the day we start this next set of training, mm. which I'm guessing is going to probably, they'll probably get a week off this week, won't they? Probably be off until maybe Monday next week, Tuesday next week. It's no break, is it? There's no break, but then they have to get start working. Mm. And if, if all the players he's not using for next year aren't there, and already we're not going to have them players, there's a problem. You wanted, you know, the whole thing about Bruno coming in a month late for everything. And even mm. then, you know, that Wolves game, he took a game to kind of get into, you could see things, but it took a game for him to figure out what position he was best in whether he was going to work in that and things like that. You want to get these players in and mm. they're not going to get that time. Uh, I have to say I disagree, I think. Go I on. think that the it's easy for us as fans and, and people who, the, the videos we do and the stuff that we do, we're 
looking for news and we're trying to get all the stories across to people and we're trying to talk about things as much as as much as we do and we you know everyone talks about united a lot but we talk about united a hell of a lot yeah and when the biggest story is sancho and that story like i said is has stagnated and is doesn't seem to move in at the moment but as far as we're aware stocks talks stocks talks are still ongoing stocks, there's no stocks dropping babies. off a little baby to sancho at the at the training ground but talks are still ongoing my view on it is, yes, I'm bored of hearing that nothing's happened, but I don't think we should, look at I said stalk, throw the baby out of the bathwater, as in, we're sick of this story, no. so well, fuck no, it. No, no, it's not that. And I know my, that's not my, what you're no, saying. No, no, my concern is, are we wasting our time now, and is it going to get to the point where the season kicks off, we yeah. haven't signed Jamie Sancho, and we haven't signed anyone else. Well, we might be wasting position. our time, but I don't think you we're know. at the point where we know that yet. Right. We've got till enough. October till the, till the transfer window ends. That's, what's the date? August, September. Nearly three months. So that, that worries me slightly as well. Like you say, we're going into the season, we're going to go 10 games in before Well, I understand buy. that, but we went yeah, half right. a season in before we got Bruno. And, and would you say we should have just got someone else because it took us that... Look, look, look at what Bruno's done to this squad. He's the reason we got third. He's the reason, you know, we, we, we got as far as we did in the Europa League. And you wouldn't just say, well, it took a long time to get him, so we should have got someone else. We should else. have got Bruno in the no, summer. Yeah, we should have got him earlier, yeah, yeah. but it's not like, see, that's the thing. I don't, I think and we the, keep the doing this with cutting corners as well. We got Bruno, not even in January, the end of January, and it well, wasn't yeah. until the Burnley defeat. I agree that, that it's all, all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, we better add game. Yeah. We didn't get Haaland for whatever reason. We didn't. We got a Gallo, mm. we all love a Gallo, but let's not kid ourselves. Mm. He is an, an Erling Haaland. And these sort of decisions matter. They make a difference. Mm. That, to me, gets you over one of them semi-finals and gets you into a final if you'd have got Haaland or you got Bruno a bit earlier. It could have. And it's like, yeah, now we're going to go into the season, all right. Yes, ideally, I want us to get Jadon Sancho. Mm. But if these... I know it's Storks then. Talks. Don't Storks. go anywhere. Then Storks. we either need to move on or at least yeah. whilst, they're not, whilst they're going... Start looking elsewhere mm. because at the moment we're not doing anything other than looking know. at Jane and Sancho and uh, dealing with that. And we're not getting who, anywhere with it. I don't it. know who that other option is. You know, there's been well, there's sorts of kings of Coleman. Um, I think Mitten was saying as well. Dembele. I'm not a big Dembele fan, but I'm, I'm just not. judging in that on how he played against the Scousers where he should have scored. So oh, I know he's person. injured all the time. Right, well, I think of that go that a lot. I do because they made it four 0 and that's over. That's that over. That's that season dealt with. They come into this season on a bit more of a downer. It'd have been just so much happier for us. So. <laughs> if he'd have scored that goal, yeah. So I'm, I'm back breaking to his entire career down to those. Yeah, that well, one chance there you go. The, the I'm not trying to say that we shouldn't be focusing on other people. Yeah, but and and also it would be ideal if he came in before they came back yeah. from training. All of these things would be ideal. But he's, he's the perfect age. He's he's English. He's played in England. He's played in Manchester. He could, yeah, he's yeah. lived in Manchester. Like it's it in is. terms of settling in, it's all perfect. I don't think we should just say, "Well, it's taking a bit long." We'll this and I'm Grealish, bored. We'll get Let's the get some no, 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 I'm not get saying that. No, 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 no. That's that's the way things my, are going. My, 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 I mean, you're right. For the sake of a three months for someone who could potentially be at the club for 14 years, yeah. obviously. No. But if we get if Dortmund is saying we're not going anywhere, mm. we want 107 million quid. We're not budging. And we're not having it in installments. We want it all up front. And United are at a point where they're going, well, we're not going to do that. Then, well, of if, course, if that's where we're yeah, at. Get the Grealish deal done. You know, I'm not yeah, saying oh, get yeah, no one done. done. Go and get Van der Beek done, who's looking now that he's going to go to Barcelona. Exactly, like Van der Beek, if he, we get him, that's got no bearing on the Sancho deal. No, mm. exactly. Get that done. Get it over the line. My, worry is, my main worry is we go into this season with the same squad. Mm. And also after enough. a very short break, mm. which it's is two enough. weeks, likes of Marcus Rashford for me needs a proper break, it's not two weeks. It's not like we can bring players into... At the minute, we can't even bring a sub on. We haven't got subs. It's Mourinho tackle. Do you remember Juve at home? 
when we were we were getting beat at home off Juve mm. and he didn't make a substitution and he had Fred who he just bought on the bench yeah. and he was yeah. like well, I didn't have any options Oli was almost like that against um, Sevilla there was, was like 87 like, minutes well, before he makes a change that, yeah had a great game in the last one but that was his legs done. He did 30 minutes there. He can't do much more than that. That's kind of, the, that's yeah. it. Or Igalo. Dan he, James. Bring on Igalo. Yeah. Bring Igalo I mean, on. we've got to at least, at least be looking at other options and or other, uh, other positions that need strengthening because mm. it isn't just the right wing that we need to strengthen, no. is it? We well, that, uh, that. That, uh, that I agree with completely. We need to strengthen other areas almost as much as we need a right wing. Not quite. Mm. I think that's a priority. But the I'm sick of nothing happening on the Sancho front I'm uh, you know I want this deal to get sorted I want all this to be done but if it's going to take let's say we don't sign him until after the first game of the season but then we get him yeah, I would mate. take that I think over definitely getting Usman yeah. Dembele on a 12 month loan there's definitely something in the fact that you know Dortmund are getting linked more and more with different players yeah. linked with Zaha yesterday the Depay one's still there yeah. as well and I think that the fact that Leon are still in the Champions League is making things mm. harder as well because I think that they're going to go we're going to have Depay next season yeah. as your replacement for, for Sancho. If he's still in the Champions League, which I don't think anyone was expecting when they were playing Juventus and then City, mm-hmm. one of them's going to knock him out, isn't it? Mm. Uh, but it didn't. So, yeah. and, it's, it's a, it's, and also, it's a massive acquisition, this. Imagine like there was a big company that was like, we're going to buy this other company for 120 million quid. And they're like, we think we'll get it done. The company, you know, they're willing to sell the shirt, all this stuff, but it might take a couple of months because, you know, this is a £120 million deal here. They're sticking on this point, we're sticking on that point. You'd be like, yeah, that's a bloody, that's a big deal. Take your time, lads. Yeah. And we sort of, as United fans have come to expect that United drag our heels and end up paying the fee and all that stuff, but United have never done a deal of this magnitude uh, with, a, with, a, with a club that are so good at getting the money they want for players in Dortmund yeah. and uh, and they've sort of was, um, been a big reason as to why the transfer market's gone mental as well. reports one that Ollie's got like 150 million budget and then whatever he brings in from sales mm. so you don't know whether that might help if you know you mentioned earlier about like Chris Smalling obviously Jones Delow um, Jesse probably Andreas Pereira it's not a lot of money there is I it? mean Even maybe you're getting 20, 30 million off the wage bill I don't know if that goes towards your transfer budget mm. maybe you can bring in 30, 40 it's like million like the slider on FIFA where you've got your wage budget and you've got your transfer fee and if you slide it you can spend less on wages that's, but that's you get how, more that's, on that's how it works doesn't it? wages, uh, budget that's what Woodward's got in his office but a big one probably big, yeah big uh, abacus yeah, with like wages wages man child yeah um, so maybe maybe it is a case of like they don't want to pay yeah. that now because that's as it stands at the minute. That's all we've got well, that to was play with. That was kind of it with um, Maguire, wasn't it? We, wait, we didn't. Did Maguire come in after Lukaku was, went? I'm trying. To no, Lukaku was the last day, wasn't it? Lukaku was the was final it? day of the season. We did like a transfer thing. Well, we uh, were waiting for um, that. Was it the Fernandez one? Was kind of like it was. That was maybe we were waiting for Lukaku to go so they could potentially yeah, sign yeah, him. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and that was kind of the thing that he's not going to come in unless it's weird because. I think there might be a bit of that. I mean, you get to that point, obviously, with United, where you like, just pay the money, just pay the money. Mm. I don't care anymore. But Do you know what I mean? Like, don't it's care. Not as easy as just that. pay the money. But then, obviously, it can't just be Dortmund saying we want 120 million money all up front. And you go, okay. You can't then. do that. <laughs> Wheelbarrow. Yeah, in the middle of a pandemic as well, which obviously does matter. Does affect. Yeah. All right, yeah, nobody's will do it. Even though most fans will be like, I don't care, just fucking pay it. The Glazers taking mm. off out this club as it is. Just do it. But then you don't want to be going, right, well, that's it. That's our transfer budget done now. We've got 20 million to buy two players. Which in the current climate doesn't I mean, get to Dan James's. And it? also, a club of United size has to. It's one of these recent 
awful terms, but like optics, like what does this look like to the wider world? What does what is the sort of the moral implication of spending 120 million well, on someone in the current climate? There's one club I mean, that got it quite wrong recently. Who's like that? Signing a 200,000 pound player whilst making yeah exactly. About 200,000 pounds a week while making 50 people redundant. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's like... They they, they did a tweet like... Oh, they didn't do a tweet. They were looking into their recruitment Mm. after the signing of Pepe. And there's question marks. And then two days later, they sacked someone, didn't they? Yeah, it was like 50 people. Yeah. And also you think like, oh, so that's good morale for Pepe then, is it? Your yeah. signing costs 60 people their job. Well, it's not just that. They <laughs> sat like, they, they were saying they were looking at how that, that deal came out. And then they sat the guy who was in charge of it or yeah, behind yeah. it. So it was almost like, oh, it's your fault we got this mm. player who's shit. Mm. Or, or not shit necessarily. But, but he's, not, not 75 million. Yeah, not player. a 72 million pound player. He had one good season for yeah, a, yeah. a shit team in a shit league. And he's worth 75 million quid. Um, but yeah, I think you know there was talk. I remember during during the when the pandemic was sort of at its height and we were everything was in lockdown and all this. The there was a long time where the, even the suggestion of getting Sancho was sort of laughed out. Like, yeah. well, that's not happening now. Like, you, imagine what it would look like if United did that. And you hear that from journalists. We've heard that from Simon Stone, uh, not Simon Stone. Sorry, Henry Winter said a similar thing on Tier One, uh, and I can't remember who else it was. They both said a similar thing where it was sort of like. It's, it, there's an uncomfortability, not just financially, but you know, morally, to spending this sort of money in, when the world is the way it is at the moment. I think, I think I mean, all of these things have weird to be considered. In a way, like it would suit everyone if that was in instalments. Yeah. Even Dortmund could go. Well, we got our money yeah. we wanted, and let's face facts: if you're going to get 120 million quid spaced out over 18 months or whatever it ain't the end of the world during no. a pandemic. Mm. And you've already got that think, where you can say, right, we know we've got our money. You know, we can go and buy players off the back of United the money we've got coming United to us. United the add-ons. And though. United, you know, can say, well, we've not paid it all up front. We've not mm. just gone here 120 million or whatever. So you think that would make everyone happy. But I don't know, I don't know if Dortmund, because, you know, you talk about um, the podcast, I think it was Paul Hurst who said, there was a good relationship between United and mm. Dortmund. Do you have like, uh, meetings and, and meals and stuff with the executives all got on well and then it went a little bit south and Romano alluded yeah, to the same thing Romano, with Zork's comments as well where yeah. they're sort of like what, the f- what are you saying this shit for yeah. like, we, I thought we were mates <laughs> like that like you've come out and said the deal ain't happening I thought we were, we've been having a nice chat one friend and like I said as well friend. they all have dinners and then do all the meetings after Yeah, like until 2, 3, 4 in the morning Romano saying that it's how you've been able to quote your own podcast isn't it yeah, love um, love but, rather than going you know we heard it from some, yeah. some sort of so yeah, that, we did we spoke that, to him yeah that relationship does seem to have soured slightly but I don't know I just if it's gonna so you be, say you're saying I'm sick of the. I'm sick of there being no update. Yeah, I'm sick of it playing into this seemingly correct vision of United's transfer policies, where it's like we don't know what we're doing. Fuck it, we'll pay you what you want on the last day instead. Which, which is a recurring nightmare that happens every six months. Um, But I don't think. Oh well, I'm sick of it. Don't get him. Don't get him then. Don't want him then. It's taking too long for me. Don't care. Just want anyone but Jane and Sancho. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying into that either. If it takes a bit longer, if he doesn't start at the start of the season, all of these things are completely less than ideal. But if it means we get him, we need do it. Do it. We have to do it. We need someone. Where do you stand, back? Is it a case of yeah, we've just got to wait? I kind of. I agree with the Sancho thing in general that he is the man for the job and he is the one that wants to come in and you want to spend as long as you can to get him in but this whole thing of we can only do one transfer at once you know the squad should be strengthened already City have done two signings while still being in the Champions League mm-hmm. Liverpool have strengthened their squad already yeah. Yeah. 
Chelsea have strengthened their strengthened theirs. Chelsea's got signed two players when they had a transfer ban. Yeah. That was fun, wasn't it? When they bought Kovacic and Pulisic when they had a transfer ban. And then absolutely Werner before the window. You know, and why not? Can we not get can we not get Jack Grealish over Lando? Can we not mm. get that done? And then you're kind of thinking, do you know what? Yes, we want Sancho, but if on the start of next season our front three is Rashford, Martial, Greenwood, it's not too bad. But at least we could maybe give Pogba a rest if he's injured. Mm. You know, if he's if he needs a break. You know, there's there's options at the minute. We don't have people we can bring on as subs. We have McTominay and Fred are the only two people the, we can look back and go, well, they played a lot of games last season and were all right. Yeah. That's they're the only two people on that bench that have had a run of games. Being trust to replace okay. their uh, sort of opposite. You know, Igalo comes on like him but he's nowhere near the standard of Martial and Rashford nowhere mm. near that standard Dan James started okay but again nowhere near the standard of Mason Greenwood and is a mm. completely it's different a player Dan James isn't it one matter fantastic footballer but if you start if you have to start him in a game now you know you're lacking a lot of legs in there and then you've got the Lingards and Pereiras of the world that we all know aren't good enough so can we just get a couple of players in maybe mm. what, same about the defence as well you know Williams has done all right, but then we're playing Fosu Mentor, who I didn't think would ever play again for Manchester United. He seems like our second-choice left-back. If, if after that game against Sevilla, you were saying we should have played Fosu Mentor, you're like, he's played two games in three years. And you're like, as, as soon as I saw Williams on the lineup, I knew he'd cost us the game. William, Brandon Williams played like 30 games a season, and we know roughly and how good he is. Teenager. And generally, he's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. And Fosu Mentor has played two games for us in three years, and you're acting like he would have saved the day. He looked quite... Rust- as you'd expect, allow Fosu Mensah to come back. You don't stick him in in a Europa League semi-final because he could have just as easily made a mistake. Like yeah, people are just, just like any problem that happened, there was there was a clear and obvious way around it that someone didn't see, and therefore they should be sacked. Sure, um, right. Just put a wrap up. Who's your Wally of the week? Oh, that's dead easy, isn't it? It's dead easy. Who's yours? Uh, the lad on on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember his name because I've never really heard of him. We should have had a press pass though, apparently. Oh yes, we didn't even mention him, did we? Yes, well that nicely said. Sorry, I was getting. I thought thought that's what you meant. Finger, but yes, well of the week mine is would be Mr. I don't like to slag off fellow journalists, but Mike Keegan had a bit of a shocker when he lamented, not lamented, he criticised the fact that Andy Mitten, who's been covering United for about twenty odd years, I think he's one of the lowly fanzine, yeah, one of the most respected journalists, football journalists in the world. Uh, got a, a press pass and then there was a little bit of mild almost jingoism in there as well because he was writing for the National based in Abu Dhabi well, really well no that was what his affiliation is yeah, but he but also it, writes for The Athletic yeah. he writes for uh, yeah wow. Mike Keegan from the Daily Mail wasn't happy that Andy Mitten um, got a press pass for the game for Sevilla against United which was ridiculous and everyone was like and then mm. the way Mike Keegan wrote an article on it he actually wrote an article on this nonsense well, was like, he, like saying even, oh fanzine editor because you know, uh, Andy obviously we had on fanzine Friday last week edits United we stand so it was an absolute non-story and he just made Mike Keegan made himself look like a bitter person who didn't know what he was talking about so yeah you're right He's my I'm, I'm going to go Paul Lintz just because it's funny, isn't it? Hey, Wally, you could call someone a Wally. That's not that's yeah. a yeah, soft Yeah, no, we insult. like the Wally of the week. It's yeah, not it can, like it can sometimes it, be serious. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's not. We don't want to be too nah. trolly. No, no. Wally, sometimes. not trolly. But yeah. yeah, Wally of the week. He said that you know Arsenal didn't have statues. The only two players he picked, can they have statues for both of them. He's actually a comedy genius. He actually goes in the break. He goes, get on this, lads. Watch this in a minute. Watch this in a minute. Right, keep a straight face. Just keep straight face. Yeah, keep straight face. Right, don't don't crack up when I say this. Don't correct me. And then he says it. Or do you think he's just not not terribly bright? 
I think he's not terribly bright. <laughs> Bless him. So you're going, you're going with Mike Keegan. Mike Keegan, just, yeah. To write a full article on it and not just because if he'd have sent a tweet saying didn't get a press pass and, and, and tagged yeah. him in it and maybe said, but the way but he Andy it as well, it was like he didn't want to mention Andy Mitten. It was, so the, inter- just went, it was like, the international incident yeah. that he put yeah, in the title as well. It caused an international incident. No, right? yeah. We've gone happened? to DEFCON 2 now because Andy Mitten's in the Sevilla versus United press conference. It caused an international incident because you lot spat your dummy out and went, Can you have a look? Because they've given it to him instead mm. of us. Oh, was it? There's only like 10 press passes issued. Yeah. And he was upset that it was someone who'd been covering. United for since, since the 90s since he was 15 yeah yeah oh you know sorry I mean? mate it's sorry like, come on yeah, ridiculous. Um, Daily Mail nicked my tweet as well I've, I've emailed the guy that used it and asked him to take it down but I don't know if I'll get anywhere um, not, not about that obviously because they won't print what I've put on them. <laughs> 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 completely counterproductive for him um, right this has been the Devil's Podcast for Stretford Paddock uh, I'll get that one right. Mm-hmm. That's been Joe Smith. Joe, what have you got coming up this week? Can we get the well, usual shenanigans? We've got some usual shenanigans coming on Late Night Live on Friday. Uh, let us know as well in the comments if you think that United should have sold Lukaku. Ooh, let us know. Let us know. Because yeah. I want to see a little bit of... Because I'm sure there'll be some people who think we should have kept him. Yeah, you know, we're open to all opinions, even the wrong ones. Um, Baggers, what I'll, are you up to this week? I'll be here. I'll be on all sorts. Don't know yet. I don't know yet, but I'm sure I'll be on playing it cool. Respect. Playing it cool. Playing Just it keep cool. your keep your lookout for it. Yeah. yeah, it'll yeah. be there. I'll be there. Do you know what I mean? When you least expect it. Exactly. Um, that's been Joe. That's been Baggers. I've been Jay. This has been Stretford Paddock Devils Podcast. Don't forget to hit like, share, and subscribe. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.